This is Tipton Girls Basketball Coach Matt Bolger, and you are listening to the Coach's Corner Podcast. Three spots. We've got 
a lot of kids that are hungry to fill those three spots, but it takes time to build that, you know, that confidence and, and the know-how and what we what we do and how we do it. In a game, it's different to do it in practice. It's another thing to do it in front of a bunch of fans. Those three seniors that graduated, the starters uh, from last year, Lexi Scheich, Corinne Bond, Macy Coons, two of the three got all-conference honors. Three should have got all-conference right. honors. So that's another story for another day sometime. But, you know, um, in talking with last year's, uh, you know, you, one of the, with you last year, I know you're very proud of the fact that all three went on to college. And even if you had a small part in that, that's still a small part in life-changing event there. Well, I don't know how much of a part I had in, you know, had in it, but they're three very driven people. And Macy's playing soccer at Simpson, and she actually uh, got a varsity start or two and, and got a lot of playing time as the season went on. She worked really hard. Lexus at Iowa State. Uh, doing really well, and then Corinne's at Northwest Missouri State, and I get to see her a little bit more often than the other two, but um, stay in touch with them, obviously, and, and uh, glad that they're uh, uh, you know furthering their education. Let's look at this year. You have two All-Staters back, All-Conference, all every, all, I'll say it, All-Everything, because a lot of people feel that way with uh, what Maddox and Lindsay kind of mean to the team. Sure. Uh, Max, first-team All-State, Lindsay, uh, third as a freshman is remarkable too. Uh, Max led the conference in scoring and uh, um, you know three point shooting on both these gals and uh, leadership is huge for both of them. It does, it does, and you know leadership is a an interesting word because both of them are leaders as far as stat stuffing. Um, you know, I think we're still trying to find our, our vocal leader. We're still trying to find that glue that you know that kid that's going to get get kids up in down situations. You know, and, and it's, it's a cliche, and coaches say it all the time, but it's true. You know, teams that are, are coach-led can be decent, but teams that are player-led are the ones that, that really do the damage when it, when it comes down to, you know, the end of the season and winning that last game. And I think, uh, you know, we, that's something we're working on. It's something they're working on, and it's something that, you know, the other their teammates are working on as well. So it's early, but, you know, we do have every game is like a job interview, you know, trying to, to put in, you know, what you've worked on that week and, and in preparation for that team that specifically you're getting ready for. We have a lot of work to do. The rest of these girls that I'll mention were on the team last year. They know who you are, but they may not know you as with them being a different role this year, yep. which can be a whole different ballgame. Um, these are uh, gals, uh, Annika, Annika Nelson, Bella Hogan, Taryn Gettler, Whitney Lamb, um, Madison Carsons and as a senior this year, and then uh, Georgia Holiday. Those are the people that I kind of saw. I know there's probably more, but that's yes. I just took off what was from yeah, last year. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and to add to that, Madison Fry is a junior. She did not go out last year, um, play softball. She's a, uh, she's a trackster. She does really well. She qualified for state last year in track. So we do have a lot of uh, new faces, faces that have been around but maybe haven't seen the floor as much as they will this year. Um, you know, Taryn Gettler is a senior who works really, really hard. She's uh, going to start tomorrow night against ACGC and – Annika Nelson was our sixth man last year. She's also going to start for us. And then we're going to start Bella Hogan, um, who came off the bench last year, more of a limited role. Um, I know, you know, specifically to Bella, she, she wanted to play more than she did. And she worked really hard this summer, and she's continuing to work hard. So, you know, it's going to be a committee, though. We, you know, we're, we didn't get very deep last year. Um, and, you know, we've talked about our practice to, to this point. Like, we would like to get deeper, but, I mean, we have to get things figured out before we can do that. Well, there's trust involved both ways. It works for you. have to trust them. They have to 
trust you in a way. You know, it's one of those things where um, you don't know what you don't know, and, you know, you guys have been fortunate enough so far to have um, some opportunities to see what you have in a, in a stage that's not purple and white looking back at you. Right. You guys... You guys went over to Creston uh, this past Friday. You have um, Monday, well, yeah, yeah, coming yeah. up, and that's the the season opener, yeah. and that's kind of exciting. But um, well, you know, yeah, we actually um, every year for the Pat well since I started coaching, we've and before that, uh, Nottoway Valley has traveled to the IGCA in Atlantic, and another coach that I know real well um, had reached out to me and said, "Hey, you should really look at going to Ankeny Centennial." Um, Really good competition, all you know, mainly four and five A schools, and so we got the chance to scrimmage Ballard, um, DCG, uh, Des Moines Christian, you know, and then of course we had our jamboree uh, Friday night down the Swick, and um, we, we watched film today of that before practice, and, and kind of drilled down on you know some of the inefficiencies that we had. Um, you know, our, our it's it's not rocket science. I mean, our message to our kids is do us. Sometimes we have to remind them what that means, and, and that's really what that allowed us to do. So. Looking for the kids to come out fire tomorrow night, and, and you know, hopefully their excitement levels up. And it's you know, it's been a long two weeks of playing each other, beat each other up every day, and, and now it's now it's live. So, you know, Thanksgiving's right around the corner, and you want to go into break with a right. with a boost in a way. Sure. Tomorrow gives you the opportunity to have that boost. Oh, uh, you yeah. know, Tuesday's practice is a lot easier coming in off of that, but yep. you know, um, having. The Eastern Iowa listeners may not know, but, you know, Ballard, uh, DCG, I mean, those are good programs. Gilbert, those are the traditional yeah. uh, 3A-ish. Ballard probably, year in, year out, is probably, you know, top three defense defensive category teams, you know, in the state of Iowa. It's fun. These opportunities are awesome. Uh, you know, you don't get, you kind of get a late start for conference. I'm not sure if it's everybody or just you. I didn't look ahead to see, but I think everybody starts, it, to me, it seems a little later um, for games. You know, sometimes people have stuff before Thanksgiving. That's not uncommon, but December 7th is your first conference game, which is, is uh, another week on top of that. But you guys also um, get to go to the eastern side of the state. So. We do. We do, absolutely. We, uh, we do open our conference up at Southwest Valley on December 7th. Um, before that, however, we have uh, ACGC tomorrow night. We go to Kirkwood College to play in Rivalry Saturday, uh, this coming Saturday, which I know you're very familiar with, and, and that is something we're really feel very fortunate, but also um, a, a great opportunity to see kind of where we're at and where we need to be. Uh, we play a very, very tough Springville team that I respect the heck out of. They do a, a wonderful job over there. We actually saw them this summer at Okaboji, and it's going to be a gunfight. I mean, they are they are top to bottom a very very good team. Uh, we added Creston this year. That's going to be our first first home game, and that's December third. Um, and then we get to go to the Prep Girls Hoop Shootout at Johnston uh, and play a really up and coming, uh, very solid one A team in Westwood. Both Westwood, I think Westwood maybe is preseason number nine, and Springville is top four, I believe. So definitely uh, a little tougher competition, a little earlier in the season than we've had in years past. So. That's something you want to do. I remember last year on the yeah. podcast, uh, you only play these on your schedule. Right. But you sometimes have control over a schedule, and you're seeing some of well, I'm seeing sure. the fans will see that, you know, that's a product. And it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, you want to play the best to be the best. And, play yeah, and, stuff. and it's kind of cool to just have those opportunities. And when I think of this year, you know, when you think of the people that, you know, have to um, – they're looking for starters, and you're looking for things, and that, that sounds worse than it is. I'm sorry. No, 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 that's true. There's, there's opportunity. Yeah. And it, to me, it's fascinating to see kids 
take opportunity or shy away from opportunity? I'm guessing, um, is that something that excites you as you're oh, trying absolutely. to put this together here? Very, very much so. Like I said, I mentioned who's we starting tomorrow night. I mean, that's not necessarily a stone. And, you know, something we've had to really drill down on in practice is, or something I've had to remind myself is three of our starters this year, no matter who they are, other than Lindsay and Maddox, haven't had that role before. And so roles are very important, and role identity and, and understanding a role is very important from top to bottom, whether it's a JV kid or whether it's a four-year starter. And we have kids taking on roles that they've not had before, and some of them are going to be more comfortable than others. But trying to stay positive and knowing that there are going to be challenges. And you know what? We may take a couple losses before Christmas break even. Uh, last year we ran the table until the state tournament. And, and losing is not bad. I guess I would rather lose by 10 or 20 to a really, really tough team than you know beat somebody by 40 or 50 points and not really learn that your help side defense. So the kids don't see it as much because it's just, you know, nothing against anybody on our schedule from years past. But we, we, we are really trying to take it head on and – you know, so far with the, you know, the IGC scrimmage at Centennial and playing Van Meter Friday night in the Jamboree, you know, those are, those are really tough, athletic, well-coached teams. And we feel like we've been able to identify some of our shortcomings a little earlier in the season and, and, and continue to work on those. Coach Stibbs back, I know, and mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um, anybody else? Nope, just Coach Amy and I. Um, Coach Stibbs, uh is pretty instrumental in our, in our conditioning um, not just during the season, but preseason. And uh, she and I will be back. This will be our third year together. So That's great. Before I leave you, uh, um, how can fans follow you, your program this year? I know you guys are very active on Twitter. Okay. And the school also is, has uh, started putting more photos out there. So, you know, um, I'm hoping that some of the Eastern Iowa listeners will check you guys out. You know, last year, the dream scenario of West Branch and Nottoway Valley didn't happen, right. unfortunately, but, you know, you guys are coming to their their territories. So I'm hoping some of those, uh, some of the listeners, I'm not putting a challenge down by any stretch, right, right, but I'm right. hoping, you know, fathers who don't want to shop or whatever on Black <laughs> Friday weekend, um, you know, the Hawks play on Friday, so what are you going to do Saturday? Right. I mean, go watch some basketball. You know, and that's the thing, like Coach Monk and, and you know, his team of folks over there that put this rivalry Saturday on every 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 season. You know, I grew up in Eastern Iowa, um, and and girls basketball has come a long ways in the last two decades. You know, women's basketball has come a long way in the last you know several several years, and its popularity is growing. And I think what they do over there is phenomenal. There's a ton of talent. There's a ton of of really well coached, well run programs on the eastern side of the state. But you know what, we feel like. In Southwest Iowa, especially, you know, that's kind of an up. We're trying to be an up and coming. We're trying to push each other. You know, Cam just won the state tournament in football. Uh, Van Peter won the state tournament in football, or the state title in football. And um, you know, trainers had success. Um, there's you know Glenwood, and there's all kinds of really, really good girls basketball programs in this on this side of the state as well. So it's kind of really a really special you know event for us to be able to be able to be a part of this year, and we're really looking forward to it. I just hope we can you know, uh, give Springville a game and, and, and learn uh, along the way. Coach, thanks for coming on the podcast. Look forward to hearing the story all year. Good luck. Okay. Thanks for having me.
Welcome back to the podcast. I'd like to welcome in Tipton Girls basketball coach, Matt Bolger. Coach, how are you doing? Doing all right. A lot better than year one, so we're ready to get started. I sometimes forget that it's only year two. I, I shouldn't, but it's it's interesting. I was thinking about um, putting this together here today, and I was like, huh. You know, it seems like you were, you've were you been there for a while. Maybe it's just because last year you had so much uh, <laughs> that you – that you accomplished, you know, you didn't have um, maybe a record that uh, would indicate great accomplishment, but as we'll talk about, you know, there was some big strides and stuff, and um, I think that's going to be the identity of your program, but I don't know, that's just me being me, I guess, but um, let's take a look, you know, the season's here, uh, middle school's underway, uh, it's kind of neat to see some basketball being played, and it's like, hurry up and wait, are you guys kind of in that mode right now? Uh, yeah, we, uh, we've had a good start, you know, get price going, I think it was a long October, just kind of, I think people on the fence a little bit about wanting to play, just unsure, we're we're a demanding sport anyway, and I think our program, we're really trying to take that next step and be like, this needs to be a priority in your life. We're going to practice hard. We're going to practice a lot. And so there's a lot of just, I think, girls on the fence, parents on the fence, that they're going to go out, not go out. And so at least on my end, it felt like that month took a year just to finally get to the first day of practice so we could see who was going to be actually on our program and who wasn't going to be in our program. But... um you know, like you said, the middle school's been going. I actually have a middle schooler now, so it's been kind of fun seeing that group. Um, you know, I feel like we have a lot of good things going. There, there are a few teams in the conference who kind of are low on numbers and struggling to play kind of an A and a B game, whereas both of our 7th and 8th grade, I mean, we have double-digit numbers, nice kind of groups. We have some size in the 8th grade, some guards in the 7th grade, so I think it'll be a good group that meshes together well. Um, and so, yeah, we... I mean, we, we had some excitement. I, I think people were ready to go in mid-October, and then first day of practice rolled around. And, you know, it was nice not kind of starting from square one. I'm, I'm not sure we started much past square two, but, I mean, we at least didn't have to start from the bare necessities there, the, the very basics. So it's been nice. Let's take a quick look at what you guys accomplished last year. Matt, you guys won your first game on December 14th at Midland after facing uh, – I thought was three ranked foes, Regina, Mid Prairie, and West Branch at the time. Uh, the second week, the second win came a week later at North Cedar, uh, right before Christmas. Uh, at that time, uh, you didn't know it at the time, but you guys scored a season high fifty nine points in that game. So two wins, both on the road, um, and then you guys had Christmas. You had Christmas to kind of, you know, assess and uh, see where you were at. And I kind of. Remember, I might be off on the timing, but I know you guys made a, a decision, and that decision uh, set up the second half. Um, I'm referring to that decision where you guys kind of were like, we're going to do what we can do, and we're going to play defense and see what happens. And um, I'm remembering correct, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. We kind of, over Christmas, decided... You know, the one thing we thought we could do pretty well is guard, guard in the half court. We could shut some teams down or at least limit them a little bit. Um, we had we had some pieces. We didn't necessarily have a lot of firepower, but we knew if we could hold teams kind of in the 30s, we'd have a chance. And so uh, we really focused on the defensive end. Allie Nash obviously did a great job guarding the other team's best perimeter player. Um, Alex was able to help inside a little bit. So, yeah, we really focused on the defensive end. And 
Um, it's not when we did a 180 at Christmas, but we definitely, we kind of veered and took a different path and it paid off. Um, we, we were playing well down the stretch. That's really all you can ask. You know, it would have been nice to get a couple more W's there, but definitely played a ton better the second time through the conference. That's, that's a stretch I won't forget, Coach. You know, Jamie and I on the Tiger cast, uh, I, you know, we called the, the volleyball state runs, but, you know, I, at the end of the season when it was all said and done, we, we, I think we had more fun doing the last half of the basketball season. I might be putting words in Jamie's mouth, but uh, I think I'm pretty close on both of that. You know, it started with the Bellevue game, uh, a state-ranked Bellevue team that you guys gave fits. You know, the score is, you know, that proverbial didn't look like, you know, as close as the score looked. And by golly, that was true. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. taking the opposing top opposing player out of the game um, by putting a defender on there. Um, you know, the development of Allison Nash in the second half of the season. You know, Rachel Beerman, um, one of the premier rebounders in the conference. Uh, you know, it just was a lot of fun. You know, we talked a lot last year on the podcast about how, you know, it was kind of a gift. The seniors uh, hadn't had the experience probably they wanted to, but, you know, that last half of the season kind of, you know, I wouldn't say it was a parting gift, but, I mean, that was that – was, when they think of basketball, I think they're going to think of that last uh, second half than possibly the other years combined, I think. Yeah, it, and I really, you know, for a long time, even after the season ended, I really, you know, dwelled on that year and just wishing I could get them back because I would, it would just have been so exciting to have that kind of be a, almost a springboard in the next year if we could have just had them another year. Um, they, you know, that senior group was close-knit group, worked hard, really wanted to succeed in, in how far they – came that year is just a testament to them and really trying to better that program, put it in a better place than where they found it. And I mean, we're going to miss them a lot, you know, between Rachel, Allie, Alex, Liz, and Haley. I mean, that, that was a lot of points, a lot of rebounds, assists, a lot of minutes on the floor. So left a big hole in our program, obviously. A couple all-conference players in there, Alex and Rachel. Um, Alex kind of hovered around that 10 points a game. Rachel led us with 14.2 and uh, 10.6 rebounds, so a double-double for her. Uh, Allison Nash just kind of did everything else. You know, uh, four, almost five points a game, a little over one and a half, well, almost one and a half assists, almost four rebounds, almost two steals. Uh, Haley and uh, Liz came off the bench with, uh, give or take, uh, one or two points, uh, three or four rebounds, and kind of that same thing combined. And, um, yeah, it was, it was something. So let's take a look at who we have this year. Um, I apologize to the listeners. I think I remember some of this. Uh, um, Carly Langenberg and Brenda Wilkins are the starters returning coach. Yep, that is correct. Um, yeah, uh, Carly, Carly started playing guard for the majority of the year last year as a freshman, which is obviously a lot of you know, it's a lot to undertake as a freshman um, to be in the point guard role. Kind of move her off the point a little bit near the end of the year, let Alex kind of run the point more. But Carly is much more comfortable this year. It was kind of a trial by fire last year, and she is – she's kind of seasoned now, you know. She's doing a better job kind of being vocal, getting us into our stuff. Um, super smart player. Um, kind of deceptively, deceptively athletic as well, longer than she looks. Um, probably her best outside shooter right now. And so she's – we can have a big year from her. Hopefully, we can keep her healthy and just uh, she can run the show with some more confidence. So she's she's looked great. Brenna, um, Brenna was probably our toughest player last year, which is pretty impressive given you know that we had those five seniors and things like that. Um, going into the season last year, did not ex- expected her to c- contribute, but maybe be like a 
part-time varsity, part-time JV, and she wound up starting game one and started the majority of our games uh, just because we found out we had to have her on the floor. You know, every loose ball was hers. She'd get second chances for us by, you know, getting an offensive rebound here or there. Um, working on kind of improving her offensive game a little bit. I think she's probably going to need to be a, our top scorer, at least our second second top scorer. Uh, her outside shot has improved. Um, just really look for big things out of her. She She's definitely going to take a bigger role this year. was a nice role player for us last year, but this year she's going to need to be kind of, kind of our number one or two option. You know, I think Carly kind of rolled in uh, to soccer last year, the first uh, varsity soccer season, and really just developed as a as a leader for that sport. And, um, yeah, Brenna, um, you know, she didn't, you know, people couldn't move her physically, you know, yeah. out there on the court. And that was another aspect, you know, of just, you know, not that she was a brick wall by any stretch, but, you know, she had, she had put work in to uh, be be strong and be uh, uh, through the rigors of the conference and stuff. So um, I also have Taylor Wendell possibly back as a post. Yep, Taylor's back. She's our lone senior. Um, trying to kind of figure out what we're going to do with her. Her best attribute is her outside shots. We're trying to do some stuff we can kind of maximize that a little bit. Um, and we're fortunate we brought in some new posts this year. We can talk about them in a little bit. But uh, Taylor, Taylor's our lone senior, so kind of a weird spot being one senior and two juniors on the team. So we are very underclassmen heavy. But, um, you know, that, that makes for a bright future, we hope. But might be some growing pains along the way this year. I have five more names I'm going to mention. And it's kind of exciting because these these five have potential all all about them, I think. Um and I may have the names wrong, so I apologize if that. I'm just taking what I had. Um, Avery Holstein and Delaney Fitch as juniors this year. Um, and then sophomores, Chloe Clabo, Addie Neerum, and Olivia Edens. Yep, so Avery Holstein's going to take the year off, probably get her back next year. So that one uh, lost some size there because she's you know, really developed into a nice little athlete, nice big athlete, I guess, about six feet tall and strong, but she's going to focus on some other things. Delaney. Um, yep, going to step into another post role for us as a junior, super vocal leader for us. Um, really kind of expanding her range as well. So a lot of times our posts are better shooter than our guards. And so we're kind of going to do some things where hopefully we can maximize that. Um, but that, that sophomore group that you talked about, Chloe, Addy, and Olivia, all cross country runners, all ran at the state cross country meet, all did really well. Had great cross country seasons, came into basketball. A little rusty, obviously, Chloe did some shooting on her own, but uh, the other two, not quite so much. And so still getting kind of used uh, to, to playing basketball, dribbling, shooting, that whole thing. But they're relentless, up and down, up and down as many times as we need to go. Adding Olympia, super athletic, love to run the floor. Um, Chloe's a little bit more ball handler, point guard, like to shoot from outside. Uh, but those three will definitely factor into what we're trying to do this year. I remember them, uh, we had some of the JV stuff a couple down the stretch. Um, on the broadcast too, and we had noticed that as well. You know, just you know, you always hear the coach speak of you know they had a mo- they have a motor and they don't stop. You know, those three. I mean, that's kind of what I see. You know, I mean, they right. maybe maybe a, a year older and uh, um, maybe they're under control uh, as they've learned uh, with a year older too. That's kind of exciting to see. Uh, you know, it's tough to guard. When you're tired, you know, it's tough to guard um, people that are always on the move, and I think these three can do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for them. They, they have matured 
not just physically, but definitely like mentally. Uh, I, I feel like Chloe's had a really good first week and a half. Um, further along right now than I thought she'd be, I thought it'd be another year uh, before she's where she got to where she's at. Um, a lot more confidence, uh, trust her with the ball a lot more. And she's really looking to just, I, I don't know, she should take more of a leadership role and being a very good vocal leader. Adding Olivia, still working on that body control a little bit, but there are flashes where they do stuff under control and yet fast, and it's just they're they're unguardable at that point, really, because you can't keep up with them. And so, again, the more we can just give them reps and time, uh, the more it will pay off for us in the long run. That's all the names I have from what I had from last year left over. Who are some names I'm missing this year? Yes, we actually added a nice bunch of uh, kids this coming year. Now, returning a couple sophomores will probably get some looks. We've been to hit Becca Hinderocker, Madison Meyer. Um, Madison is another one that's had a fantastic first week and a half, just mentally really sharp where she needs to be all the time. Um, has worked on her outside shot a lot, so that's going better. Becca's super athletic, another cross-country kid. Um, not afraid to mix it up with anybody, even though she's not super big. Uh, but those two kind of give us more guard depth. Guard depth. Uh, we added Avery Collender this year, and so that'll help us down in the post. She's a sophomore, uh, volleyball player, soccer player, softball player, swims a little bit. She decided she's going to try to do five sports now and play a little basketball. She missed it last year. Um, gives us a, a big, strong body down low, but also very athletic. A good jumper, long. Um, still working the rust off from taking a year off basketball, but uh, she has some strength, and I think eventually I think she's going to help us out. Um, freshman class. Freshman class is pretty solid. Um, a few of them are going to help us right away. Kira Shaw's are another post presence for us. She is legitimately six feet two, likes to shoot outside as well, um, has played a lot of basketball. Basketball is kind of her sport. Um, working on the speed and the physicality of varsity basketball yet, but um, she's one that's obviously going to step in and help us. And we have Kaylee Pelzer and Claire Montgomery, a couple very athletic, I don't know, I'll call them swing players, play outside a little bit, inside a little bit. Quick feet, um, super aggressive, athletic. Just need, again, to work off some rust for not playing basketball much lately. But uh, they they really aren't afraid to mix it up. We had them practice the eighth year practice with us last year. And right away you could tell that group they were not they were not afraid to, to kind of go head-to-head with our seniors at the time. And so I thought that would bode well for this coming year, and it has, because we had some really competitive girls, some competitive practices, no matter the age, no matter the breakup. And so... Um, I like our group. I like, I like the way our, the makeup of our team. Obviously, there are going to be times this year when I wish I had more seniors and more, you know, experienced players, but, uh, I would say the future's looking pretty good just because of the youth and the athleticism. It's just, uh, it's just going to take time to get everybody to mesh together. But I think the fact that we have 13 underclassmen here, or sorry, 16 underclassmen here, um, I man, I think we have some good days ahead of us. What are some of your preseason goals? You guys, uh, have you accomplished what you wanted to get done in this uh, preseason, or are you still, um, you know, doing what you can and, you know, you put in what you can when you can? <laughs> it's I'm taking a little bit different approach this year just because of kind of, again, our, our lack of experience and things like that. So we're playing a lot. Like we're scrimmaging a lot each year we practice. Um, usually I will drill stuff until it's in and then I'll let us play. But right now with this group, it's, it's more like, uh, hold on. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, just <laughs> hold on for dear life. Uh, told them the other day, you know, they're the ponies in the county fair that you let the little kids go on. I said, you guys are the opposite of that. You're like the wild stallions that you can't possibly 
like get to settle in and, and break them. And that's, that's just what it's going to be, I think, with this group. And so we're going to try to play faster. We're going to try to really get up and down more. I know there are going to be times where I'm going to just probably need to take a deep breath or two on the sideline there and just realize that this group, I think that's best for our personnel. Um, I'm not sure that we can, I'm not sure a controlled manner is necessarily fits us the best here, just because we aren't really a lot of pure basketball players. I think as time moves on, this season we'll be able to play more control, maybe more half-court-ish if we need to. But right now, we're going to try to let our athletes run and get the ball up and down the floor and pressure teams and see how they go. So we've spent a lot of time with that, a lot of full-court stuff, a lot of transition, a lot of, a lot of pressing. Um, so stuff is in. Whether it's in well is a whole different question. Um, it's just going to take some time. But um, I kind of had a you know a checklist of things I wanted to make sure that we pretty much understood before our first game, and we're slowly checking those off. So, I mean, I think we'll get where we need to get by the first game. Season opens right around the corner. I have that as next uh, this upcoming Tuesday at Animosa. <laughs> you know, yep. um, Animosa is a different team coming in, so that's kind of exciting. But they like to – if I remember from last year or the two years ago, uh, they like to get up and down too, or they played that style. Maybe it was because of their personnel, but um, that could be interesting. Do you, do you yeah, guys... yeah, I think I think it will be interesting. So they've been – there was a stretch there where they had a new coach every year for like three or four years. And so I think this is a different coach than they had a couple of years ago. We did not see them last year. Um, that game got coded out. So um watched a little bit of film on them here recently. I'm going to dig – dive more into it here soon but um they lost a couple there i think their top two leading scores from last year so again they're they're plugging in girls different spots and things like that as well um i think what what i'm most worried about is that their style of defense will be a little bit different than than we're going to see before then and so that worries me a little bit but yeah you never know what those first games will bring um uh, i know a lot of fouls a lot of turnovers probably but i mean i think you know, it's it's which team can kind of find their footing first uh, usually comes out the winner. Conference home opener is Friday, December 3rd uh, against Iowa City, Regina. That's the first of six home games before Christmas. You lucky duck. <laughs> I could not believe putting the calendar together for November or December, and I just kept putting home, 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 and I thought, wow, I did not expect to see this at all. But, yeah, our, our schedule before Christmas is very nice. Um, not a lot of road trips, not a lot of long road trips for sure. Um, Regina coming to town. Uh, obviously, you know, I've been at Regina, know those kids still a little bit. Um, they are down in numbers this year. I'm talking to them, so it'll be an interesting kind of mix early to see. Hopefully, we can get two games in against them. Um, they're going to be young as well. Uh, just they will not have played a game before then, so we're hoping to get a little information on them, but we're going to be kind of flying blind a little bit, but. I think with this group, that's okay. You know, North Cedar finishes up pre-Christmas stuff, stuff December 21st. And, you know, the benefit of having all these home games is hopefully knock on wood and hopefully uh, tradition holds true. You know, people come watch Tipton Tiger basketball. And, you know, kids are going to be home from college. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll be stunned if it's uh, not not uh, uh, well attended. Yeah, I, I think you're right. We've been doing a lot of work with the youth and kind of encouraged them to come. And again, last year was just so odd with, you know, first everybody got two tickets to come watch. And then some games got unlimited. Some games was five. It's just a weird season. And so 
this year, hopefully opening things up, we will get to see kind of, or we'll have a true home course. Um, uh, Brad and I are both hoping to uh, have the crowds for the North Cedar game. We're trying to do kind of a bunch of different activities, a bunch of different, uh, uh, like a fundraiser type thing, a meal, um, silent auctions. I'm trying to really make almost a day of that, have a five games in the main gym and just really kind of make it, make a thing of it. And so, yeah, we're hoping to have a lot of people in attendance this year and hoping we're going to be a fun team to watch. Coach, before I let you go, I'd uh, be remiss if I didn't give you a chance to shout out your coaches with you or coaches in the program. Who do you got this year? All right, we were able to keep Mark Langenfeld. He came back. He hiked the Appalachian Trail, got done about a week and a half or so before practice started, and then he's been there with us ever since. So a lot of stories from Coach Langenfeld. If you ever uh, – in the need of one, you can absolutely go up to him and ask. And then we lost Coach Whitman, but we brought in Erica Lucert uh, this year. Um, played at North Scott, won a state championship with them, was a track and field um, athlete at UNI, just graduated there. Fortunate that she moved to Tipton, is subbing in the district, and she's been awesome right from the start. Really connects well with the girls intense, wants to win, and knows what it takes to win. And so really, really happy with our staff and I think the kids are really, really lucky that they have such such great assistance. Thanks for coming on. We'll catch up after Thanksgiving probably, I'm guessing, depending on how next week goes. Uh, looking ahead to next week, Thanksgiving kind of throws a wrench in things, but we'll catch up again and uh, talk Tipton basketball. Okay, look forward to it. Welcome back to the podcast. I'd like to welcome Wilton Girls basketball coach Jake Serrata on the podcast. Coach, how are you? Good, thank you. State volleyball is over, and Wilton has reached uh, the final eight for the fourth straight year, and uh, basketball is here, and lo and behold, you guys got a late start to basketball again, I think. Is that fair to say? Yeah, well, yeah, since I pushed volleyball uh, or basketball back a week, we start right on time, but obviously we have girls that are, are very good athletes that are, you know, multi-sport athletes that are, you know, competing at state. And, you know, that's, that's always good to have those girls that compete at those high levels. You know, they went to uh, went to state in, in volleyball, went to state in softball. So we have a lot of girls that are very athletic and, and ready to compete. Coach, you're a parent of one of the seniors uh, as part of this group. And, you know, uh, when they first started out, you know, as eighth graders, they went to state. Then they went to freshman uh, volleyball. And it's like, they didn't know any different. Now, shoot, that's that seems like forever ago, and it's like, dang, they're seniors now. Yeah, it's, it's definitely time has flown flown by, and you know, they're you know, been a group that I've been with, you know, for a long period of time, uh, coaching through softball and basketball, and um, you know, there's a, a good group of girls that um, really enjoy each other, and and that, like I said, they they love competing and and competing at high levels. You know, basketball is kind of underway in a, in a way, you know, with middle school um, underway and tipping off with games and stuff. Uh, thanks for giving breaks coming up quick. I'm sure scrimmages have taken place or uh, some something. How are things going right now? Uh, things are going really well. I mean, we've had uh, eight really good practices. Um, girls are, are really focused and working hard. I think that they they you know, see that this, you know, a lot of this is in for basketball for them, and you know they're they're really working hard and they're focused on the task at hand. And we've had some really you know really competitive and good practices so far. Tomorrow night we go to uh, Cal Wheat for the Hall of Pride scrimmage, so kind of see where we're at, I guess. And 
um, get a chance to, to go against somebody else and just to, to see how things are going so far. You guys had a season-best five-game winning streak in your 12-win season last year, right before Christmas. You had back-to-back night wins over Wapolo and Anamosa, scoring 60 or more points. Um, you guys also had uh, another victory over Anamosa before Christmas. You followed that up with Mid-Prairie and Tipton victories coming out of Christmas break. So it was a nice, uh, nice little part to the season. You guys were regional semifinalists. Uh, you fell short uh, at State Rank Bellevue, um, trying to get to that regional final, but you did get a victory in the quarterfinals. So, you know, there's some good things last year that uh, you guys had accomplished. Yeah, it's definitely something to build on. Um, we've, you know, as we said, we started out, you know, with this group three years ago, and it was a lot of fundamentals, and we had to work on, you know, getting, getting to where we wanted to be. And at this point in time, and now this year in this season, we're, we're focusing on just the little things. You know, the fundamentals are there, the, the skills are there, you know, and the competitive drive is there. So it just, you know, we're focused on the little things. So, you know, when you play good teams, you're going to be competitive. You're going to have that opportunity to, to win games. And just, you know, if they can do the little things right, but, I mean, it's going to be make the difference between, you know, quite a few wins and, uh, and a lot less losses. So we're just, that's our focus right now is to, um, I mean, all practice we're being competitive, but we also want to, the little things and pay attention to details. I may have some names wrong, but I'm going to go off of what I have from last year. It looks like you guys lost some uh, four seniors, Lexi Walker, Emmy Koss, Ainsley Bourne, Zoe Barrett, off last year. Guard-oriented, I think. Um, is that who, – who's back then? Um, obviously, we got a good core returning. That you know, We have girls that are three-year starters for us, and uh, Kelsey Drake, uh, second-team All-State player last year, 1,000-point uh, scorer. Um, Ella Caffrey back for us, another solid player, uh, good in the post area. Uh, Peyton Serrata and um, Mallory Lang, those four are all been starting for three years for us, uh, seeing a lot of court time. And then, you know, to – to round out our team, we got two more, two more seniors in, in Madeline Wade and uh, Peyton Ganser. We'll see some good time for us this year, as well as uh, good core juniors in Charlotte Brown, uh, Grace Madlock, Haley Madlock, uh, Jocelyn Zeiser, Lauren Thompson, and we have uh, one sophomore with us in, in Katie Hook. How has preseason practice been going? Uh, did you meet your goals you wanted to do in the preseason? Um, yeah, practice has been going extremely well. The girls, like I said, the, they're really focused and they want to do well this year. They, they know that uh, you know, out, out of my six seniors, um, they're all either going out and play volleyball or softball after this. So this is it for um, – for basketball for them, and they know that, and I think that they're giving everything that they have to, to try to make this as successful as possible for them, knowing that this is, you know, the final chapter of that for them and their and their sports careers. It's kind of exciting, too, I would think, uh, you know, hanging out with your friends, playing a, playing a game, you know. <laughs> you, you could do a lot worse. Yeah, like I said, they, they love to compete. I mean, they're all three, four sport athletes, and uh, they're all out there, and Practices are very competitive because we we have a good, you know, ten twelve girls out there that are are getting after it day in and day out, and when we scrimmage, it's it's good. And I just you know the drills are competitive, and they they want to get 
They want to get things accomplished, and, and they want to be successful. So that's the main thing is that their want and their drive right now is, is very high. Have you guys having a scrimmage against Cal Week coming up pretty quick? Season opener is Friday, December 7th. Um, also, the River Valley Conference opener and home, home opener, all those openers are all together that night. Um, so that's kind of exciting, too. You have some, uh, you know, you're probably at that point where you're tired of seeing the same blue and gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you said, tomorrow we get to go to Cal Wheat and see where we're at. So we're excited for that. Um, you know, just the opportunity to, to go against a different team um, and that Hall of Pride scrimmage, that'll be fun tomorrow for us. And then and then we open up on the 29th at Wapolo. So yeah, we'll get a couple games under our belt before we, we take on the uh, conference um, season. And then this year also we have the uh, Iowa Illinois shootout that we're in, which we're pretty excited about. Get to see a new team. Uh, I don't know who it is yet. We find out our opponent here in, the, in a month, I think, who we're going to play on that January 7th date at uh, either Wharton Fieldhouse or Augustana. So we're excited for that. And, you know, you know, excited for this upcoming season. Coach, before I let you go, why don't you give a shout-out and let me know who the coaches are this year. I'm probably sure I know a couple. Um, yeah, it's obviously uh, Coach Ron Hedrick is back uh, to help us out again, and uh, Julie Keith is our assistant and JV coach. Um, both, of us, both of them do an excellent job, and, you know, they're they're there, and they're, they're working with the kids every day on, on getting better at, at everything, that every, you know, aspect of the game, which is outstanding. They all have their little things, like Coach Hedrick works a lot on, on the press with us. That's his big thing, and uh, Coach Keith is, you know, big in all aspects of the game. She really does an excellent job with them. So, you know, it's good coaching staff and a lot of good kids right now, so it's a lot of fun. Coach, it's good to have you back on the podcast this year. It's going to be a little bit before I hear from you again because you guys don't play for <laughs> a couple of weeks in Thanksgiving in there, but rest assured we'll have you back on to talk about Wilton basketball. All right, thank you. Podcast. I'd like to welcome in West Branch girls basketball coach Jared Tiley. Coach, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Ryan? Good. Long time since we've talked. We're going to talk about the Bears today, and as the season's coming up, basketball's here. You know, uh, middle school is underway, and it's sort of crisp, sort of maybe. I don't know, but um, things start up this week. Yep, and. Uh... Um, you know, things have, have are going to be different for us this year. And obviously, with we had graduated eight seniors, and four of them were starters. And so it's kind of a uh, very fresh start, very fresh, different look for West Branch girls basketball. Coach, you guys were ranked in the top five all last season. You reached the state semifinals before losing to Dyke New Hartford, the eventual 2A champ. How has practices been going early on in the preseason? Yeah, you know they've been going. They've been going uh, pretty well. Our last three practices um, were three of the best practices we've had, and and uh, you know it's it's kind of different from the last you know two or three seasons when you return so much experience and talent. Um, you know, and so it's kind of you know starting over for us a little bit, where you know we really have to dig in and and teach a lot more this year and. 
Um, we, we have some, some youth. We'll be playing a lot of younger kids, but, um, you know, we feel we're talented enough to where we can continue to compete, you know, and hopefully, you know, compete with the top teams in our conference. But, yeah, things in practice have been going pretty well. We've been ha- happy with their effort and how hard they're working. Before I get going, I want to make sure I uh, talk to you about uh, you guys have some new digs going on at West Branch. The school is finished, and you guys have um, – and is it fair to say a Bears Den? Or do you guys have a nickname for the new gym? We we don't that I, not that I know of anyway. Um, but yeah, we've we're, we're enjoying it. You know, the volleyball team had um, had a pretty successful season in there, and and hopefully, uh, you know, we can continue the same. But yeah, it's pretty exciting with just for our, our community as a whole to have you know a new school and and uh, some new things to go with it as far as the gym and there's a new auditorium and new classrooms and all that kind of stuff. And then our junior high is going to be. Um, moving out into the same building. So everybody will be in the same building um, with the exception of the elementary kids. So, yeah, it's a different look, but it's a, it's a new and fresh look that, you know, I, I for one, thought this community needed, and I'm glad that it's, it, it, it's coming along. Let's take a look at uh, the roster. You guys um, lost a lot of your guards. Sasha Koenig is now a Bradley Brave after being an All-Stater again. Uh, Taya Young had a tremendous year mm-hmm. athletically all the way across. Ryan Drucker and Lexi Peak also graduated. All four of those gals were all conference members. However, the cover's not bare at West Branch. Delaney Lenexis uh, might be the best post player in the conference is back. 11 points, nearly a double-double last year with 9.7 rebounds, and that's a good centerpiece to start with, Coach. For sure, and, and you know, and she was playing – probably her best basketball at the state tournament too so you know having her back is is a good good spot to start you know and um we return sadie smith and, and madison havancic who uh you know came they were kind of the two main mainstays off our bench last year so returning those three and then you mix in um you know some newer kids we have some sophomores that dressed with us and and played you know played some minutes for us last year that'll uh to be playing a lot, you know, probably even as starters this year. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a mix of a little bit of experience and a lot of youth. But, uh, you know, we're, we're not here to, to make excuses. You know, we still got a coach and we got to play. And, and uh, you know, all we ask of them is to play hard and, and we'll try to execute as best we can and, and, you know, and try to go out and compete every night. With the number of kids that are coming back that may not have a varsity minute in them, do you guys focus more on teaching early on, or was that done before preseason even started? No, it is. It, you know, we we we've put a focus on teaching a lot, and and nothing's changed with you know our philosophy and what we're trying to do. And we want to defend and rebound and take care of the basketball. And so, you know, our our first sets of practices, um, that's what's been the emphasis, and. And we, you know, you still got to teach the game as a whole, and and you know, we gotta, we have to um, coach these kids up a lot, you know, and, and make sure they're understanding, you know, what we what what we're trying to do um, as a program, and and what we expect, and you know, and, and so far they've responded, and I think they'll continue to respond. So, been pretty happy with how things have been going. You guys, excuse me, you guys play a style that I I, I think would be a fun style to play in. Um, it's uh, 
uh, a physical style. It's uh, a pesky style. It's uh, a style that, you know, if it was a video game, it'd be pick up and play. You know, anybody, I think, could with the base kind of player system and, you know, with that coaching, um, you know, you guys are a solid program. So whatever solidness that looks like where you end up this year, um, yeah, I I would be shocked if you guys don't play hard and cause people fits on the defensive end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, we we, uh, we, uh, we expect the same, you know, and, and we're going to continue to try to play the way that we – you know, we've always wanted to play. And, um, you know, one thing that we're trying to develop so we can continue that is, is some depth, you know, uh, um, trying to de- develop a bench and, and make sure that we can get kids brave so we can continue to play that style and, and get up and down the floor and, and, you know, get after people the way we want to. So, yeah, it's going to definitely be a challenge to, to develop all of those things. Hopefully, you know, our goal is always to be playing our best basketball post winter or post you know the christmas break and and moving forward from that point so um we just got to kind of use our pre-break practices and games to you know see where we're at and see what we need to work on around the holidays and and uh, hopefully you know from that point on continue to get better and improve every day after that season opener river valley conference opener and home opener so every opener possible is this tuesday uh when durant comes to town um you know you guys have what i would call a long road trip before christmas at northeast animosa and tipton and sometimes it's not bad just to get away from mom dad boyfriends everything and just play basketball yeah for sure and and, you know and that first you know, string of games. We'll have you know three games there, like you said, in the in the first week there. We go Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. So um, it'll be a good good challenge, a good start for our kids, and and uh, you know we'll take it one day at a time and one game at a time. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things go, like you said, especially with uh, with a youthful team and not as much experience to see how they react and respond. Uh, you know, going on the road there. So. Um, you know, our kids will play hard. We know that, and that's kind of all what we can ask for. Before I let you go, why don't you give a shout-out and let me know who your coaches are this year. I assume there is uh, some familiar names on the bench with you. Yeah, um, my our, my main assistant that's been with me all the years is Rick Sexton, and, and he's back. This is our 11th year kind of running the program, and um, you know, I lean on him a lot. He runs the defense for us and, and does a lot of that stuff. And then uh, Tony Lineskis is back, and I think he's been with us every single one of those years as well. And we do have a new JV coach. Coach Koenig moved on. Um, Sasha graduated and, and moved on to Bradley, and they play a lot of week weeknight games. And, you know, he deserves to go watch his two daughters play. And, and he's got a little boy now that – um, is getting up into the youth ranks to play basketball. So he moved on, and so we replaced him with Marcelina Marvelli, who coached with us last year. And, and uh, you know, she's a first-year JV coach, so um, we'll be there to help her out a lot, but I think she'll do a great job. Good. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Look forward to hearing the West Branch story here this season. Good luck. I'll talk to you again. All right, Ryan, I appreciate it as always, and go Bears. Thank you for listening to the Coach's Corner podcast. If you have any questions or comments about this program, please email me at conservativesports at gmail.com. Also, follow along with sports coverage in the Tipton Conservative newspaper this fall for North Cedar 
Tipton, Wilton, and Durant Athletics. You can follow along on Twitter with the handle at ConSports. That's my Twitter account. I also have a Facebook page called Tipton Conservative Sports, or you can find me on Instagram as well. Thanks for listening. Until next time, we'll see you at the game. Thank you.